I've heard you say that sadness can be useful. Can you say some more about this, please? So when considering feelings like sadness, something that's rather important to do, I think it's very important, and I think we're getting better at this as a society, but you know, still there's a good bit of work to be done, is to be careful about pathologizing feelings, emotions. So what I mean by that is, pathologizing something is to sort of medicalize it uh, and specifically to say that it's a problem it's a bad thing it's something that we need to uh, fight or overcome or cure in some shape or form now it's a bit complicated because you know somebody could rightly say well hold on a moment some of my feelings do feel pathological they feel deeply inappropriate and they feel extreme and you know I, I want to get rid of them so that's that's absolutely fair However, there are, I suppose, different categories of things. And I think the primary question to ask about something is, can there be or are there forms of it that are adaptive or useful uh, in a day-to-day -day sense that could actually function in certain circumstances in a way that's helpful? So we can see that the ability to feel sad is something that exists across humans not something just a few obscure humans have as an ability and it's even been shown that it exists in animals like elephants for example are capable of exhibiting mourning behaviors when they visit the the graves or the sites of uh, previous members of their tribe of their family beforehand well, that's really interesting so when we see something really universal like sadness fear is of course another one and there are many more, we start to see that, well, hold on a moment, it, it's not quite as simple as saying that just because it's unpleasant, therefore it's maladaptive. Because you could say the same thing with pain. You could say, well, pain is unpleasant, so therefore, if I was able to take a pill, or if I was able to undergo a procedure that would get rid of the capacity to feel pain ever, would that be good, would that be worthwhile? So just imagine. You're able to take that pill or have that procedure and never again will you experience pain. Now that may be very tempting and of course for somebody in extreme pain you may take any opportunity you can, you can get. But where possible I think we'd recognize that that might be problematic in a different way. You know you want to be able to feel a feeling of burning sensation if you touch something hot. That's rather useful <laughs> because of course it's a message to create change to pull your hand back and to look after yourself. That's a useful signal and that's helpful. So what if we just lose somebody who's close to us? Is sadness acceptable in that moment? Of course. It would seem very strange if we just didn't acknowledge it and we just carried on. There's something deeply useful about being able to stop, to kind of update our GPS a little bit, to say that something has changed in the world to maybe question how we can best respond to that and to maybe give ourselves a little bit of time if we need it. That's really, really valuable. And sadness can be part of that. Now, what makes it confusing though, sometimes to understand sadness is, it's not always just the loss of a person. There can be a loss of goals, of expectations that we had, the loss of things that were in our life, the loss of places. There are various different types of, of mourning or experience that we can have and feeling sad or feeling uncomfortable sometimes it's a bit hard to know why 
And there can be delayed reactions as well, sometimes experiences in the past, but only now we're kind of getting around to processing some of those feelings. So this is not to say that there may not be other reasons, and of course with anything like this, always go get professional support if the symptoms are, are in any way strong and find out what's happening in your case. But the thing is, whether there's something significant happening or whether it's day-to-day -day sadness, either way sadness is a capacity that we have, so it makes sense to think that it maybe is something that we should learn to work with a little bit more. And so it's like fitness, it's like physiotherapy. Okay, there may be times when surgery is needed or there's times when significant interventions are needed. But of course, we all have bodies and it's possible to use our bodies in a more understanding and more effective way or a less understanding and less effective way. So acknowledging that and learning to work with those feelings can be useful. So one way of thinking about it sometimes is that sadness is a bit like an emergency brake. So in a lot of train or tram systems, like in Dublin city centre, we've got the Lewis. And the Lewis systems, if you, you've ever watched the driver and many other systems internationally are similar, they're fitted with a system where uh, if they go down the wrong track, there's kind of an emergency brake system that stops them from doing that. So they don't get too far in the wrong direction. They're highly computerized. And some systems are even completely automated so they don't even have a driver. And the purpose of those systems is, you could say, oh, that's very negative. The brakes have been put on. I've been stopped from progressing. But of course, that's because it was the wrong direction. So sometimes what we need to do is backtrack a little bit and still move forward, but maybe move forward down a different track or in another direction. So with feelings like sadness, by all means, get whatever professional support is needed. I think that's a really important step. But it is also a useful step to ask the question, well, why might I be sad? Are there changes that I need to make in my life in terms of what I'm doing, the circumstances I'm in, the direction, the track that I was going down, or just even the belief systems I have? Because sometimes what's around me is okay, but kind of the stance that I'm taking is problematic. Again, like physical fitness. You know, maybe you're lifting far too much, so you're feeling strain in your body. Maybe you're lifting an appropriate amount, but your technique isn't great technique. So as a result, it's putting more strain on your body than it otherwise needs to. So I think there's psychological equivalence of that that we have to uh, look out for. And it's a prompt to use joined up thinking, to not just focus on the feeling itself, but to look at it a little bit more holistically and to ask that question, how can I live my life as effectively as is possible? How can I work with and come to terms with feelings that are there? And it's a win-win because if you can create conditions where sadness then isn't needed anymore, great. You know, you've done some good work on a root cause level and you've made your life better. But even if there is something rather significant going on, at very least, what you're going to do is learn to have a better relationship with the feelings that are there and manage them more effectively. So either way, it's a nice direction to take that path of building a better inner relationship. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or at JFL.com.